This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get back to BetQLU, presented by BetMGM. Feels like we've pushed most of the non-conference play behind us and conference play picking back up in earnest around college basketball. We'll get into it. A bunch of big games this weekend. Some teams trying to bounce back. In some cases, teams playing each other, and they're both trying to bounce back. We'll get into that in a couple of minutes here on BetQLU, live in your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today and take us with you wherever you're headed. Live coast-to-coast on the BetQL network. If it's a Friday night or Saturday morning, you got us. Us being me, Chris Mack, alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin. We are with you on the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel as well every Thursday night. And before we get into hoops, guys, before we get into some of those big transfers that took place late in the week as well, if we have a couple minutes to talk about them, because the portal did come up when we were talking about Michigan and Washington pushing through to the college football national championship game and a pair of really good semifinals, um, let's talk about the game itself. Number two, Washington. Number one, Michigan. Wolverines favored by four and a half. They'll play at NRG Stadium in Houston, Michigan. Fourth on the board to win the national title before the season started at 10 to one. Washington was 13th on the board at 35 to one. And I guess from a betting angle, Choppy, that's the storyline here for me is that Washington has been doubted all year long. We've brought that storyline up, especially a lot in the last four to six weeks or so. And that started out at the beginning of the year, and now here we are going into a national title game where, and you put it very succinctly and very well, I think we all agree, the better quarterback is clearly Michael Penix over J.J. McCarthy, but here comes Michigan in that defense that tortured Jalen Milrow, and they're favored by four and a half in this one. Listen, I appreciate the kind words. I I try to put things as succinctly as possible. Um, Yeah, this is... (laughs) They have been disrespected, I think. Uh, they, they've been they've played a much, much tougher slate throughout the course of the last four months than Michigan has. Um, you know, look, I, I, have, I have bet Washington already. I had him at four. I got him at four and a half. Uh, I took that bet. I, I put the money on Washington for, uh, for the national championship game. Uh, I, just, I just look at the quarterback matchup. I think it's very, very difficult. To figure out, they're not going to get the benefit of going up against Jalen Milrow, who, I mean, when he's going good, he's he's fine. But when he's not, I mean, he looks like like he's skipping rocks out there, man. Like he is throwing the ball into the ground. He doesn't know where it's going. Uh, you know, he he can move, but there are times when his throws just aren't there. 
that that will come with maturity and age and and as he gets more comfortable with the you know uh, at, at the college level uh but he still is a first year starter what did you expect like this is this is a little bit different so you know they're not going to get Michigan's not going to get the benefit of playing against um a quarterback that's not a seasoned they're going to play against an NFL most likely first round draft pick that ain't easy to go up against I, in fact yeah, I don't it, know that they faced one all year no no they didn't um and I I think so so here's my question then John am I am I just am I leaning too much into recency bias because again I questioned McCarthy all year because he, he didn't play anybody um and now all of a sudden he has a couple quality drives in a fourth quarter against Alabama is is that putting too much stock in those couple in that quarter and a half of football that we saw basically and and just turning my back on everything I saw for the first three months of the season no I mean I think you know the 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 game works both ways here right no Michigan has not seen a quarterback of Michael Piddix Jr's caliber no doubt about that but Washington has not seen a defense in the same stratosphere as what they're about to see with Michigan on Monday night. And I think that's a big distinction. You know, I really do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that defense wins championships. Um, and I think the game plan is, you know, is really simple for Michigan. Um, it's, it's keep the ball, right? So it's mm-hmm. lean on a steady diet of Blake Corum, simple stuff with J.J. McCarthy. Maybe you have some option in there for him, right? And, and just grind that clock out and make Michael Penix have to play perfect football because his possessions are going to be so few and far between. That's the, that's the game plan. That's, that's Michigan's path to success. Cause look, I mean, there, he, he, he was freaking amazing against Texas. And I have no doubt that if he's on the field a lot, he's, he's going to eventually find some success. The key for Michigan and where I think they'll be successful is by just uh, keeping the ball away from them um, and leaning on that defense. That's just not great. Right, like it's really just not that good. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to have a lot of of quorum and a lot of first downs and a lot of possession time. Therefore, really limiting Michael Penix's window of making magic. Um, and that's why I, I bet Michigan minus four and a half. I bet it on uh, on Monday night. Um, that's just I just feel like they're going to have because that's the way they play, the way they've always played. You know that, Chris. I mean, you watch every Michigan game there in Big Ten country. You know what it's like. So. I think they're going to have success doing that against a Washington team that is, you know, going to be stepping up in a major way in terms of defensive opposition. So, so you guys know I like to try and find comps. We all like to try and find comps when we're trying to pit two teams against each other who haven't played each other before. And I think it's a really good point that that um, they haven't played a quarterback anywhere near Michael Penix Jr.'s caliber this year, like. The best quarterback they they probably I mean was it Tungavailoa in Maryland and they almost lost that game oh. um, that, that, that Michigan played this year and then conversely I think there's a good point as well Well, Washington you said it John hasn't played a defense like Michigan's all year it was the best defense they played probably Oregon uh, I mean that that's the, the the one that jumps out I think to everybody so is the gulf between what Michigan has played against at quarterback this year from Talia Tungavailoa to Michael Penix Jr., that much bigger than, say, the Gulf from, uh, you know, uh, 
an Oregon defense to a Michigan defense. And, you know, and now we're doing comps on comps on comps. But choppy, this right. is where we, we're trying to we're trying to stack all this stuff up on on top of each other. And it's why eventually comps on comps on comps leads me back to well, what did I see most recently, regardless of who it was against? And I saw J.J. McCarthy finally show me something that I haven't seen from him really yet to this point in his career and against mm-hmm. a really good Alabama defense. Yeah, and, and, it, and it may not be the same kind of Alabama defense that they've, they're they accustomed to. And, and sure. let's not forget, I mean, Penix did this against a Texas team that, I mean, they're loaded with talent. Like, Texas has got talent on talent on talent. It just hasn't realized yet. Like, they're, they're a loaded-up team. So I, I think it's going to be a really, really solid game. You know, I, I look at it, though, like from the – and, yeah, Penix has not faced a defense or a defensive line uh, as good as Michigan's, but I, I think we all know that, um, you, you know, defenses are, are really at the mercy of how good the other team's offense is a lot of times in a passing league that we've become accustomed to. Uh, you know, guys get rid of the ball. Good quarterbacks, you know, they say sacks are now a quarterback stat. You know, great quarterbacks don't take sacks because they make the smart decision, the right read, they cut the right protection. I, I don't know, man. Like this, this is a, this is going to be a fascinating kind of chess match uh, between you know the Michigan defense and their pass rush and Penix's ability to get the ball out quick. The other thing here too, John, is fifty six and a half. I think that's where the totals at right now. Most places, yeah, just about everywhere. I- I understand. We're, ta- we're again. We're talking about Michigan's defense being involved in this thing. And if I go mm-hmm. back, let me just—I I, want to scroll back and look real quick at Michigan's totals throughout the year. Um, so uh, let's see: three of their last four and five of their last seven, they've gone over the total. I, I think fifty-six and a half feels too low. Like this, this feels like a. Uh, it might be tight. It, it might come down to a, a, a walk-off field goal. But this feels like a 31-28 to me. Something something in that range where both teams it feels like well, what we got from Washington and Oregon don't when say they met. Like that. I mean, it, need, it needs to be 33-28. All right. It doesn't need to be 31-28. We're not playing these games. You're gonna have to give me 33-28. <laughs> um Yeah, no, look, I think um, you know, you, you consider the Michigan side of it, it's like, you know, their defense will be successful. Okay. Um but I think they're. I think they're. I think it's their offense, arguably, that may find a little bit more success um, relative to expectations, if that makes sense, right? Um, yeah. People sort of have this perception of Michigan's offense that it's like a, you know, it's going to grind it out. But I think that's really more of 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 a testament to the Big Ten than it is. Oh, Michigan's offense just stinks. No, because we saw when they play a team from a fake conference like the Big Twelve last year. They put up 50, 45, you know, so, you know, I suspect they'll have the ability to do that again, you know, uh, on Monday. The question is going to be, can they can they stop, you know, Washington enough, which I say, yes, I don't I don't love taking the over on this game um, because I feel I feel like Michigan's defense is going to be successful. And I think their game plan is going to be now, look, they're not going to like dive at the one yard line on a 98 yard breakaway, but. I just think they're going to have a more conservative game script in terms of take what the defense gives us. There's not a lot of explosion there, and I just don't I don't see this being a back and forth, you know, affair. Could be totally wrong, but I just don't see it playing out like that. 
For what it's worth, Michael Penix has beaten Michigan more recently than the Ohio State Buckeyes have. November 7th, 2020, he and the Hoosiers uh, beat Michigan, uh, and Ohio State has not beaten the Wolverines since November 30th, 2019. It's for all my Buckeye friends out there. Uh, real and quick, I, I want to touch on conference. By the way, on the Big Twelve, it's been a pretty brutal. Uh, it's been a pretty brutal bowl season for them. You know, it just has. And you're trying to push Choppy's buttons, but you know he's an SEC elitist, <laughs> even though he lives yeah. in Big Twelve country now. And he is the master. He he will jump on no, that horned that, that that horned frauds bandwagon faster than anybody, including yourself. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I am smack dab in the middle of SEC country here, man. A&M, That's Texas, right. uh, Oklahoma. The stars at night are big and bright. Yep. SEC, All of a sudden, yeah. it's I, SEC I, country. I, I am closer to Fayetteville, Arkansas than Lubbock, Texas. I am smack dab in the middle of SEC country out here, where I belong. Okay. I, Rocky Top's home sweet home right. for me, and so is the SEC, baby. Wouldn't it be like a 12-hour, 15-hour drive to Knoxville for you? About ten, about 12. Yeah, about 12. Yeah. 10 to 12. Okay. A little uh, different than when I was in school when the speed limit was 55. <laughs> Real quick, I wanted, to, I wanted to touch on this. I, I guess a frat at the University of Washington way back at the beginning of the season um, got 25 bucks from each member of the fraternity. And they put up a bet on Washington to win a national championship. And now they've got a chance to win about 50 grand. It net them about 40. Um, 18 to 1 they placed the bet when they when they placed the bet. A $50,000 frat party. Which of the three of us, if invited to a $50,000 frat party, dies first? <laughs> uh... Man, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Good... I don't, I don't, I, do I volunteer myself as tribute? Uh... I, I don't know. There's no uh, way. There's, like, well, first would, of all, there's no like, way. There's no way Choppy survives. I think we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, I, w- I would like to I, believe we could we could navigate without any of us dying. Although you know, we're yeah. we're we're not we're not built the way we used to be. So, yeah, I already have liver problems, so it might be me. <laughs> Aside from yeah, a stack. Aside from a stack of kegs like fifty feet high, and a full service bar, what else? What else is? What, what else are you getting for a fifty thousand dollar frat party? Uh, Within legalities, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, where? it's it's in Washington. Yeah, there's a lot of places. Okay. There's Chris, a lot of ways Chris you can go. To, Chris trying to get us canceled on the first show of twenty four, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to see. You're trying to see. You're trying to see. Because I mean, we can do a lot. Here. We can do a lot. You know what I'm saying? But it's a. It's going to be a little too hot for you for BetQLU, man. That's, yeah. That's why I mentioned legalities and local statutes being what they are in the in, in at the University of Washington. I think it's fair to to just ask the question. I'm going to need know. to read over them before, before I, can, I can give you a good answer. I can't yeah. help it. You two degenerates immediately go to livestock and and petroleum jelly livestock. and other. I mean, look, I, hey, we've all been. Hey, to I, I don't know how we've all, we've all been to Tijuana, boys. We've all been to Tijuana. 
Yeah. No, I uh, yeah. I think I'd leave the an- the farm animals out of the equation, but you know who knows. Hey, things get I'll crazy when you start betting month, on. Though. Why not? Let's figure it out. When you start. When you start betting a big multiple zeros on Mason Rudolph, that life comes at you pretty fast, John. So I just fast. thought I'd throw it out there. I, 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 the truth. You're, you're living fast there, buddy. In the fast lane. <laughs> uh, things heat up on the hardwood this weekend in conference in just about every spot in a slate of a bunch of big games, both Friday night and Saturday night, depending on when you're listening to this. Some of these may be preview, some of these may not, but we'll talk about a handful of big games uh, coming up is, as conference play really starts to take off. Coming up next, alongside John Martin and RJ Choppy, I'm Chris Mack, and you are listening to BetQLU.